1: Kellogg's Tap, the Sunshine Cereal,
2: presents the adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent's efforts to help save powers against the restaurant racketeer goes unheeded as the terrorized victim refuses to admit he is being pushed
1: through the wall gangs this is your pal Dan McCullough Well, uh, New Year's Eve is the time when you sort of take stock of the past year and and make plans for the new year. And, uh, say, while you're about it, it's a good time to take stock of your collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pets and uh, make plans for getting some more, because you don't want to miss out on the fun that all the fellas and girls are having with this new series of pet Comic Buttons. You want to be right in there pitching when they're swapping duplicates. And, uh, say, I bet you'd kind of like to, to collect more buttons than the rest of the gang yourself, wouldn't you? You know, these bright colored buttons really show up when you wear them pinned on your jacket or your dress or your cap, and they're pictures of your favorite comic strip characters like uh, Cooks and Casper or, uh, or Barney Google or Superman himself. Now, there are 18 new and different buttons in this new series, so remind Mom to keep you stocked up on Kellogg's Fest. Because that's the only way you can get these nifty prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But every time you open a package of pep, there's your comic button inside. And there's some mighty swell eating, too, believe me. Kellogg's Pep is so crisp and fresh, so loaded with that catchy sunshine flavor that, well, you practically can't resist it. So ask Mom to get you plenty of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And
2: Now, the adventures of Superman. (laughs) Unknown to Superman and the police, Professor Blessing and Froggy, two racketeers who had fled Metropolis after almost causing the deaths of cub reporter Jimmy Olsen and copy boy Beanie Martin, have returned to the city and engaged in a new racket, making a deal with the owner of a rundown, worthless little lunch wagon to sell it for $2,000, $1,500 of which was to go to himself, Professor Blessing placed an advertisement in the Daily Planet. Apparently, the ad bore fruit. For a few days later, Clark Kent received a phone call from a young man named Dave Powers, who said he was now certain that he'd been victimized by racketeers in the purchase of a lunch wagon. On the phone, Powers offered to give Kent all the details, but when Kent and Jimmy Olsen arrived at the little diner, Powers, clearly very nervous, said he had changed his mind. Then he practically ordered the two reporters from the premises. As we join them now, Kent and Jimmy, both very puzzled, are still standing outside the diner. I
0: can't figure it out. What do you mean, Jim? Well, first this fellow, Dave Powers, tells you to hustle down and get his story, but when we get here, he practically throws us out. Why? I don't know. But it's clear that Dave Powers is scared, Jim. Scared? Yeah. Petrified with fear. That's why he wouldn't talk. But what's scaring? That's what I don't know. But apparently something happened between the time he called us and our arrival. Come well, let's go. Where? Back to the office? Certainly not. Powers said he was victimized in a racket, and the Daily Planet is conducting a racket-busting campaign, isn't it? Well, yeah, but... Also, Powers said he got into trouble because of an advertisement he read in the planet. Oh, it's... What? A... what advertisement? I'm not sure. From what he said, I gathered it. Uh-oh. Start walking. They're watching. us. Who is? Dave Powers and the two tough-looking customers in his lunch wagon. But I... No, no, no. Don't turn around, Jim. Keep walking to that drugstore across the street. I'm beginning to see a light. <laughs> What do you have, sir? Oh, uh, a cup of hot chocolate, I guess. How about you, Jim? A uh, malted milk for me, please. Strawberry, and with whipped cream if you have it. One chocolate, one strawberry malt. Pass, Mr. Kent. What did you mean before when you said you were beginning to see a light? Well, so far, Jim, it's just an idea suggested by those two men. What two men? The ones in Dave Powers' lunch wagon. You see, Jim, they were all through eating when we got there. Just fiddling with their empty coffee cups. But they're still there. Oh, so what? It's cold outside. They're probably just killing a little time in the diner where it's warm. It could be, but I noticed something else peculiar about them. Something harder to explain. Yeah? What's that? They're both carrying guns. Well, they are? Uh-huh. Forty-five. Gosh. How do you know? Huh? Oh, I, I I just happened to notice it. But, but how? I didn't notice it, and I passed my file. Well, n- never mind the details now, Jim. I tell you, they're carrying guns. They look tough, too. Yeah, I noticed that all right. Look, maybe we ought to call the police No, no, not yet At least until we have more reason to suspect those men Because they may be watchmen Or persons who have police permits to carry guns For one reason or another Maybe But then why is Dave Powers so scared? That's what we're going to find out How? Can't find out by sitting here and he won't tell us So where are we? We'll try Powers again after those men leave the lunch wagon I've got a hunch that if we get him alone, he'll talk I don't know The whole thing doesn't make sense to me Not to me either so far That young fellow is in trouble Serious trouble. And besides, our paper is involved. But so we're seeing this through, Jim. Now, uh, just relax and sit tight for a while. Hey, yeah, uh, one hot chocolate and a strawberry wallet. Kent, <laughs> we've been sitting in this drugstore over an hour now. What's going to be? Hey, thanks, Jim. Those two fellas are still in Power's lunch wagon across the street. I know, but how much longer can they stay? And they got a home to go to or a job? Maybe they're working at their job right now. You killing time in Dave Powers' diner? Uh-huh. But keepers, what for? Maybe to make sure he doesn't tell us or anybody else about how he was taken for $2,000 by some swindling racket. Gee whiz, if you really think that's so, shouldn't we report this to Inspector Henders? Oh, we'll wait a little while longer. oh No. Come on, Jim. Where? What happened? Two men are leaving the lunch wagon. Oh, that's right. Come on, let's... Wait a minute. Don't go out yet. Stand here behind the door. Why? What are we waiting for? And to get out of sight. Oh. Hey. Look, they're coming this way. Gosh, Mr. Kent, maybe... Relax, relax. They just had the car parked in front of this store. See, they're getting into it. Boy, that's a relief. For a minute there, I thought we might be in for it. Don't worry. Nothing can happen to you when you're with me. Oh, no. I suppose bullets just bounce off you like off Superman, huh? Of course they do. I mean... What did you say, Jim? Say, what did you mean by that, Mr. Kent? By what? Do you know, you just said bullets bounced off you like they do off Superman? What? I said that? Yeah, and this isn't the first time you said something like that and then caught yourself. Really? Gosh, Mr. Kent. Sometimes I think maybe you oh, are. Oh, don't be silly, Jim. Well... Come on. And men drove away. Now, you and I are going to have another little talk with Dave Powers. And this time, we must find out what this is all about.
2: Now, look, Mr. Powers, I know you're in trouble, and I want to help you. But first, you might tell me I
0: told what... you I changed my mind, Mr. Kennedy. Well, I, I made a mistake when I called up this afternoon.
2: But look, oh. forget
0: it and leave me alone, will you? All right, but just tell me this. Did those two men who just left here have anything to do with your sudden change of mind? Well, well what do you mean? What two men? I don't play dumb, Mr. Powers. Just know... a minute, Jim. Let me handle it, please. There isn't anything to handle. I'm not in any trouble, I tell you. Everything's fine just dandy. But you don't forget I ever called you up and go back to your paper, will you please? But you said our paper was partly responsible for your being swindled out of $2,000, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, but I made a mistake I tell you. So will you please get out now and let me alone? Because if you don't, they might have... Who might what? Uh, Nobody. Nothing. You mean the two men who were here might come back, don't you? Uh, No, no, I didn't mean that. Oh, who are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Look, Powers, I know you need help and you need it badly. No, I don't. It's perfectly obvious that you're in fear of your life. Now I assure you that the Daily Planet and the police department will protect you and help you out of whatever jam you're in if you'll only cooperate. No, no, I cannot be a dead pigeon if I talk. Keepers and those guys. I or... tell you nothing will happen to you, Powers.
2: Just tell me what. Oh, Holy
0: smokes, Mister Kent! Look, they came back.
2: Yeah, we came back. So you decided to forget our warning about talking to these newspaper guys, hey Powers? No,
1: no, I didn't. Oh, I... No, no, I was we just. We warned
2: you, Powers. Oh, no, wait a minute! Shut, Shut up, look you, Mister
1: Kent!
0: They've got guns. I
2: got this coming, Powers. Okay, Bobo. Now, don't.
0: Jimmy, Dave, hit the floor.
2: <laughs> shouting out to Jimmy Olsen and Dave power to fall to the floor. Clark can't leap forward as the pistols in the hands of the two gunmen blaze. We'll be back in a moment with the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by.
1: Say, hey gang, you get uh, just a little bit impatient uh, sometimes when mother or dad tells you over and over again to be sure to look both ways before you cross the street. Uh, Do you think to yourself, uh, gosh, nothing's going to happen to me? Well, uh, now that's what is known as the wrong attitude. Sure, because accidents can happen to you. Serious accidents, perhaps the very first and the only time that you don't look both ways. And uh, the same goes for jaywalking, you know, crossing the street in the middle of the block instead of at the intersection, and uh, sleigh riding and coasting on streets used by uh, cars and trucks, and playing in the streets, and, and hitching rides on cars or wagons, and, and crossing the street against a red light, and all the things that, that you know that you shouldn't do, but, you know, you just get in a hurry and a little careless sometimes. So keep that in mind, won't you? Like the rest of our swell Superman gang, don't give an accident one single chance to catch up with you. <laughs>
2: A moment ago, two gunmen, believing that Dave Powers had exposed them to Clark Kent and Jim Olsen, fired point blank at the young lunch wagon proprietor. But at the precise moment that their guns blazed, Kent, moving with the swiftness of light, leaped between them and their target. A few seconds later, the door slammed behind them, and without pausing to make sure of their quarry, the gunman dashed out, leaped into a waiting car, and roared off.
0: Out of my way, Dave! No, wait, Mr. Kent! Let go with me, I got Don't go, get... Mr. Kent, they'll kill you, too! Don't be ridiculous! But... What do you mean they'll kill me, too? Huh? Who else got you? Hal Olsen! Jim! Oh, no! Yeah. Oh, look down the floor Behind the counter That's impossible They couldn't have shot him I caught all the bullets You what? Uh, I
2: mean, I...
0: Oh, skip it Jim Jim Poor kid He looks done for No No, it's heart beating I've got to get him to a hospital I'll call up for an ambulance No, I can't wait for that I'll get in there faster without one Hey, what are you, Superman? Yes Huh? Uh, 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 no, I, I mean... Uh, I'll grab a cab I'll, up I'll you, kid, you up and come along with you No, 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 you don't have to But I'd feel responsible if I hadn't been Look, for me it wasn't your fault, Mr. Powers But the best way for you to prevent this from happening to you or anyone else Is to open up and tell everything you know Okay, Mr. And I'll talk okay. okay Now you call Inspector Henderson at police headquarters And tell him what happened Okay
2: And tell him I ask that he please do nothing until he hears from me I'll be in touch with him as soon as I get Jim to a hospital Right, but what about the... Never mind Lock the door after me and stay put here till I get back I'm going to get whoever's responsible for doing this to Jim if it's the last thing I do. The frightened Dave Powers closes and locks the door behind him. Dogs can't carry in the unconscious form of Jim Olsen, ducks out of sight behind the diner. In a flash, he stands revealed in his true identity as Superman. A moment later, up, up, and away! <laughs> red and blue, the man of steel zooms up into the sky and rockets toward the Metropolis Hospital. What has happened to Jim Olsen? Can it be that Superman, in his haste to save the life of Dave Powers, overlooked one bullet which found its way to the young reporter? And what is behind the attempt on the life of the lunch wagon proprietor? The secret he refused to reveal until after the shooting. Tomorrow, New Year's Day, we will not be on the air. But on Thursday, day after New Year's, Superman goes into action in real earnest. So don't miss it. Remember to tune in again Thursday. Same time, same station.
1: Until then, a Happy New Year to you all. In the meantime, listen to the thrilling broadcast of two football classics, the Cotton Bowl game between Arkansas and Louisiana State, and the annual East-West All-Star Game, brought to you on this network beginning at 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time tomorrow, New Year's Day. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pets. For
2: excitement, the adventures of Superman.
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pat the sunshine cereal. Hey, think of the wonderful, toasty things that taste good on a frosty morning and you think of something crisp, crunchy, crinkly, Crumbles, sure, there's that name again, slips in every time. Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles, just seems to go with words like crisp and crunchy. It's such a toasty kind of cereal, sort of sweet and mellow rich. And you know, it's the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. So, uh, when you think of good-tasting words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, that means crumbles for breakfast, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us on Thursday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.